Welcome to Dear Homeschool Mom. Dear Homeschool Mom is created for home educating moms and maternal figures seeking support in their home educating journey. Tough love, hard truth, and heartfelt support. Welcome to Dear Homeschool Mom. Hi, this is Sarah. I am Dear Homeschool Mom. And I am so excited to be with you today as we embark upon a very, very, very cool yet serious topic that a number of moms have reached out to me about. So how about we're talking about homeschool moms who work? either from home or outside of the home on a job. This topic has tugged at so many heartstrings for so many mothers. And so I thought how wonderful to host an episode where we get a chance to dive a little bit deeper into this topic. So it's easy to feel as though the world is passing you by, of course, when you are a homeschooling parent. But what about when your family life is passing you by? As a home educating parent who enjoys providing rich opportunities for my children, staying relevant in my profession and running a business, things can sometimes not be as easy to navigate as once anticipated. It is easy, extremely easy to fall into the trap of not running my business but allowing my business to run me and if I am not attentive my children can suffer academically and emotionally so let me give you a little backdrop um, about myself and just where this is all kind of coming from as far as this emotional piece and the connectedness that I have to this topic so I was raised by a single working mother now she worked outside of the home and she also was an avid education junkie. She attended night school for 10 years, 10, a decade. Now, though I was not a home-educated child, I missed having her present home with me, as you can imagine, to check my homework, ask me about my day, or just sitting with me and discussing things that were going on in my day and in my life. I was determined to never have my children feeling the way that I felt in the absence of my mom during those important years in my life. So she was doing the best that she could, but we think we're doing the best that we can do, right? But are we? As homeschooling moms, business owners, or moms working outside of the home, are we really doing the best that we can to be attentive toward the needs of our children and our homeschool? Well, during this podcast, I will chime in on the idea of running a successful homeschool and business simultaneously minus the array of emotions that often accompany this arduous journey. Know that you are not alone in this. Other homeschool moms reach out to me often requesting strategies for best supporting their business or job while homeschooling. So here is my open letter to these amazing moms. 
Dear Homeschool Mom, Are you an entrepreneur or working from home? Perhaps you are working outside of the home and someone trusted is guiding your child in their education while you are at work. I have received countless comments from homeschooling moms who are feeling overwhelmed, guilty, and question if they are providing enough for their child because they are working homeschooling parents. Feeling guilty about working is never okay. You are doing what you need to do in order to help provide for your family. You are a role model for your child and they are watching you build a business or work a business that demonstrates work ethic, prioritizing, business acumen, making mistakes, learning lessons, and any number of content area skills that promote higher order thinking, synthesizing information, and evaluating concepts. You may be unknowingly teaching your children some of the most valuable lessons in the world. You are a powerhouse that is not feeling so powerful these days, especially if you are not being as present for your children as you may like. So do any of these things sound familiar to you? Being unorganized, possessing this disorganization where your business, your homeschool, and your home are just off kilter. What about time escaping you quickly? Not having control over your time. Having self-doubt. Maybe you play the comparison game. You compare yourself with others. Perhaps you're just being unintentional and just kind of winging it. I like to call it being a little loosey-goosey. What about putting yourself second? Just kind of forgetting about yourself. Are you a people pleaser? Are you putting everyone else's needs in front of your own and their feelings? What about being a follower in the midst of trying to be a leader? Do you beat up on yourself with negative self-talk? What about being holistically out of control and out of balance? Are you overly sensitive? Maybe allowing someone's actions to dictate or cause a really negative reaction out of you. Or maybe you're just giving your children learning material that is easy for grading, but not necessarily planned out by you or them and not academically enriching. It's what I like to call busy work. So oftentimes it's easier to pretend nothing is wrong and embody the belief that everything is fine and everyone in your camp is okay when in fact they are suffering as you run your business. You may not realize it, but in your quest to achieve goals and manifest success, you may be actually neglecting your family for your business. This can most easily be summed up in one word. Neglect. Now, spoiler alert, this is a little lengthy, but it is so worth the listen. This may be a hard episode to digest, but there is hope contained within this podcast. So let's talk about the neglect mistake. So neglectful behavior patterns can cause emotional distress in your children and can also take on a form of abandonment. So for some working moms, that may look like providing their children, like I stated previously, learning material that is convenient, but not necessarily rich or powerful just to ease their own sense of guilt and provide a false sense of security, believing that their children are learning. But are they thriving? 
It is so very important to recognize when you are ignoring your child's academic needs. This is always apparent when you observe and check the work they are doing, whether it is a project or a workbook. So this pattern of neglect can be detrimental to not only the emotional health of the child, but to their academic success and obviously to your overall homeschooling experience. For the parent who is working from home, a sense of guilt may quickly be eased for them so they don't feel bad themselves, of course, and it is replaced this sense of guilt with an attitude of maybe any of the following. Let's see, what about, I'm doing it for the family. They are young enough that by the time they're older, they'll understand why I did what I did. And when they are old enough to understand the difference between having and not having, we will have it all. If I make this sacrifice right now, Explaining the situation to the children may seemingly suppress and soothe the parent initially. So at the onset, you're explaining this to the children and telling them how much you love them, but how important your business is. But children often say that they understand or that it's okay just to please the parent, not because they truly mean it, but They love us and they don't want us to feel bad. Parents who work from home and or who work outside of the home are usually emotionally convicted early on in the homeschool journey with the realization that something is not working. Being attached to your business is natural because after all, work is usually a high priority. There can be a balance in your family life, and in your work life when you make the decision, which is ultimately the choice, to give equal time to both. Even if that does not fully happen, you may be surprised at how close you can come to creating the balance. Sometimes running a business makes you selfish and blinds you into believing you are present and providing quality attention and care for your family. Business and work can be sneaky and trick you into paying more attention to it than your family and then causing you to be burned out, then needing time for yourself and perhaps leaving your family to need you even more. Now, don't get me wrong. Self-care is number one on our list as moms, but being public enemy number one at home can make for a miserable home life. So self-care is important, but being mindful of even how you're doing that is a slippery slope when it comes to homeschooling, running a business, and or working outside of the home. So determining boundaries early on for your business and designing a schedule for both your homeschooling and business is imperative. Your children should not feel like second fiddle or feel that your work is more important to you than they are. And there are many great ways to demonstrate their importance to you. And that goes for your significant other as well, if applicable. Recognizing when you are ignoring your child's academic needs and their emotional needs is paramount. This may look like the parent who, again, 
is purchasing workbooks year after year, not because they are truly teaching their children, but because it is convenient and easy for the parent. Or what about the parent who decides to do the online school, but literally allows the school, the computer, and those teachers to teach the child and not truly being that learning coach, that facilitator, that guide that that child needs. So no planning involved and trusting that the topics covered within the workbooks or the online school will take care of everything is not true. It will most likely not because again, we're neglecting that emotional piece if we don't look at the whole picture. Therefore, we will discuss a bit more that can be done to prevent this slump from occurring in your homeschool. So children observe their parents and emulate everything about them, the good and the not so great. This emulation ranges from dispositions to handwriting, dietary choices, clothing, hair, to business acumen, communication skills, and friendship choices. It is important to provide avenues for your children to be able to explore opportunities outside of the household so that if they are naturally inclined to take on or become all that their parents are, it was a natural progression, not forced upon them indirectly because it was all that they were exposed to. You want your children to be able to answer the question, who am I or who are you really? aside from simply stating their name, but be able to answer the question for themselves holistically, both intrinsically empowered by their answer and pleased with the outcome of its honesty through the product. Now, here are a few tools that may help alleviate the negative emotional baggage that can come along with being a working homeschool mom and support your family in the process. Number one, there is beauty in the planning. We all know if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So goes the old adage. The truth could not be more accurate than when we are a working homeschool parent. Working moms know that planning is in the preparation and that planning empowers and positions us for greatness. Planning needs to be especially organized with dates, preferably planned out for the year. On a paper calendar, people, paper. There's something about writing it down and making it happen. It brings it to life and it solidifies stuff. So I definitely suggest a paper calendar. And then provide a working calendar and or planner for your children so that they can be accountable, especially the older children. Obviously, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, I get it. But when they're a little bit older, then these expectations are shared and the children are aware of what is being covered. You are not the only planner in your homeschool. Your children are master planners. Give them credit where credit is due. Even the youngest ones, as they are able to share exactly what they want to learn with you, is everything. Though homeschool philosophies and methodologies of teaching vary, organization is always key. Now, keeping track of what your children are doing 
helps you to know that they are indeed learning. Because, of course, that's always a question. How do we know that they're learning? Either we ask ourselves that or other people ask us that. But you have to keep track some kind of a way of what your children are doing and what they're learning. So that can look like actually having it written down through the planning. You can have your children do a learning log where they actually write down what they've learned for the day, a reflection or a journal. You can do a homeschool tracker either online or have your own word processing system or whatever where you can actually type it in or write it down every night. Just something for accountability and record keeping. Have you considered a true teaching co-op that supports the needs of your children or joining another homeschool mom who would not mind teaching your children for you? These are some things that might even help you to keep on track as a working homeschooling mom. There is no shame in getting support. So I'm going to stop right there with the planning piece, um, but... If you need help or more ideas, I am available to assist you as are other homeschool moms within your tribe. We are here to help get your homeschool year organized. Let's go on. The next thing I'd like for you to think about is intentionality. Being intentionally present. Mindfulness is huge when it comes to homeschooling. And listening to your children and providing meaningful feedback. That is so key. Now, when I say feedback, I mean on any and everything that they require it. So giving them your full undivided attention intentionally is important to them. So would you consider perhaps setting a time aside or multiple times aside for that specific purpose? What about spending time with your children when you think that they think you're supposed to be working? So what about a day spent? with fun and things that the children enjoy. Away from work, away from your phone, away from your computer, the worst thing you can ever do, I mean, it's not the absolute worst thing, obviously, but just pretty high up on my list as far as I'm concerned when it comes to homeschooling is taking them somewhere, like going on a field trip, or something like that, and then just totally being disconnected from them. I think that that is really not okay when parents are on their phone or they're on their computer. They're literally working while their children are on a field trip or they're learning. That sends one of the wackest messages ever to children. Yeah, it means that mom is a hard worker, but it also means that mom's ignoring me and mom isn't very present right now. And so 
just being intentional about being present is everything. So what if you cannot take a day off? Seriously, it, it happens. There are situations where you cannot step away. And I get that. Well, here are just a few ideas to share with you. Now, keep in mind, little things can yield big results. When you cannot take a day off, small things equal big things in the eyes and hearts of children, especially when it comes from mom. So let's consider the following. Cooking a meal together. Playing games together. Writing letters to each other. And for an added touch, leaving small notes around the house in areas the children frequent and may most likely find them, i.e. refrigerator, a lunch bag, dining room table, wherever the children frequent, you would want to place a small note there. Include your children in your business or help them start their own. Now, moms, your business is not their business and vice versa, but providing them with a framework to learn really strong business acumen alongside you may thrill them. Now, be mindful that you are not trying to promote your business or allow others to emphasize your business when your child's business is the focus or in the spotlight. Teach them all the tricks of the trade and provide them with the tools needed to be productive. There's beauty in that. What about project-based learning family style? Learning alongside your children is always rewarding. Consider working together as a family on a specific project, maybe having different roles in the planning or doing research together and creating a project and sharing it with others as a culmination might be a fantastic opportunity to connect and build greater relationship within your homeschool. Be humble and yes, ladies, apologize. Let your family know that nothing is more important than they are. Period. I'm going to say that again. Let your family know that nothing is more important than they are. And that even means you. Everyone needs to take care of themselves. Everyone needs their personal space and time. But again, Let your family know that nothing is more important than they are, period. Business is consuming and important, but children are only young for a season. And this homeschool experience is a once in a lifetime opportunity. The possibilities are endless when it comes to planning intentional and fun activities with your children. Creating both mental and physical space to provide opportunities to balance your business and family life is key to your peace of mind and a bountiful homeschool experience. Hopefully, today's episode resonates with you and you feel supported and know that you are not alone in being a homeschooling working mom. You've got this. You can follow me on social media at Dear Homeschool Mom and visit my website, dearhomeschoolmom.com for the latest blog posts. As always, embrace the process, 
and celebrate the journey. Happy homeschooling. Best always, guys. Sarah. Until next time, thank you for listening.